Oh, hello there, and happy holidays! If you're like me, your mailbox and inbox are beginning to fill with the obligatory year-end updates from family and friends. Exotic vacations, fulfilling careers, the accomplishments of so many perfect children. Ah, tis the season. And so, we've collected a few Christmas newsletters for some festive fun. Names and locations have been changed, of course, because if there is one thing I've learned in all my years, it's that there's always room to read between the lines. And chances are, it's a wonderful lie. Welcome back to It's a Wonderful Lie. I'm Ashley Flowers with Holly Laurent. Hey, everybody. And Greg Hess. Here we go. All right, you guys. Never ceases to amaze me. These letters that we have found are beyond. <laughs> Truly. It's been a Christmas miracle. They just keep getting better and it's better. True. I'm having the time of my little I Christmas know. life. I know. I'm like, it's, you know, it, the reason for the season. I'm getting like jazzed. I don't think I've ever been this excited for Christmas in such a world where like it honestly has been one of the worst Christmases but this is exactly what I needed so even if no one else likes this podcast I'm having a good time (laughs) (laughs) same so are we well in this letter there's actually a little bit of a debate about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie a debate that has been going on (laughs) since Die Hard was a movie right What is your guys' favorite Christmas movie? Oh, I'm going Home Alone all the way. I just always loved... I I feel like Home Alone was the first Christmas movie as a kid that I really was like, this is a movie for me on Christmas. (laughs) And I could still... I think I still dial into that excitement of Home Alone on Christmas. I'm so surprised you said that. Really? Because you have always said your favorite movie of all time is White Christmas. Well, that's true. But that's my favorite movie of all time. But I think my favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone. I love the Home Alone soundtrack. Sometimes I just play the soundtrack. Yeah, totally. Around the house. (laughs) I have a, this might be cheating, but I have a trilogy, Serendipity, Love Actually, and While You Were Sleeping. And Greg hates them. And I want to say that I love them ironically, but I don't. I genuinely love them. I can only get on board sort of with Love Actually and then the other two. I'm just like, I'm out. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love Actually, I could watch. I could watch that even once a year. Um, The rest of that's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what's so wonderful about it. I know. Just give me a bottle of wine. I'll fall asleep as soon as they start. (laughs) Well, Greg, I'm with you on your all-time favorite. My favorite Christmas movie is White Christmas. Yes, it's so good. The scene at the end where they're all singing for their retired general. Yes. We'll follow the old man Man, wherever he wants to go. go. Oh, my God. I like the weep. I know. Oh, Rosemary oh. Clooney, Danny Kaye, Bing Crosby, Vera Ellen, at their best. Real quick, worst part of that movie. Everyone agrees. Worst part of that movie. Oh, interesting. Worst part of that movie. Oh, at least movie. everyone in my family agrees. So it's the um, the modern dancing. Oh, choreography? Yeah. Oh, you like that? no, 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 no. That's so fun. Instead of that, it's choreography. Choreography. I mean, I think as a kid, I just thought that was so funny and he was acting so weird. Uh, I, I have no context in which to judge this movie. I've seen a it podcast times. I'm with you, Ashley. I remember as a kid watching that part, that one song, and being like, this what is, is it, it feels like sense. it's a different movie. Yes. It feels so left field. I was like, what is happening? This avant-garde moment. Let's read the letter. <laughs> Here we go. It's a wonderful life. Hello. 
As I sit down to write, there is a fire in the fireplace, still half an inch of snow on the ground from our first snow last night, and Tom is in the kitchen making his famous Guinness chili. She paints a picture. It's really idyllic. It's like a, a Norman Rockwell painting. It really is. Although everybody who makes Guinness chili, I kind of have a sneaking suspicion they just like to be in the kitchen drinking Guinness. He's in there drinking. <laughs> yeah. She comes in, Winning. darling, are you going to put any ground beef or red sauce <laughs> He's in like, here? just lay off. I got a couple more Guinness to finish up. <laughs> and I am kicking off my Christmas movie marathon with Die Hard on the TV. Yes. Oh, nice. It is a Christmas movie, Marty. I will not back down on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a family debate about whether Die Hard... Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I think so. No, I don't know who I, Marty is, but Marty seems to be taking issue with it. I just feel like... I haven't seen Die Hard it in It happens forever. on Christmas Eve. Okay. And there's lots of Christmas music playing in the background. Okay. And then they, like, murder a bunch of terrorists <laughs> violently. But he's going to visit his wife, whose name is Holly. Very okay. I'll, I'll, I'll count it as a Christmas okay. movie. As always, I can't believe it's the end of the year already. Where does the time go? <laughs> no idea. I know where the calories go, which is why I finally splurged on Black Friday and got a Peloton. And no, it's not a gift from Tom. Remember that commercial? That was only a year ago. Wait, what commercial? The one where she's like no riding the Peloton before oh, she gifts it to her husband? The commercial wasn't, there was this commercial that went viral where it seemed like the guy bought the woman a Peloton bike and she didn't really want it. And the it seemed like the husband was really... Like holding her hostage <laughs> to a bike. Speaking of a hostage movie, it basically, <laughs> it's, it basically seemed like the husband was like, here's the Peloton, now you have to ride it. And it went really viral because everyone was like, look at this woman's eyes, she clearly doesn't want the Peloton. <laughs> Time and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, right now it's still in the box. But after the holidays, I'm looking forward to channeling my inner Lance Armstrong and my outer Cameron Diaz. Ha ha ha. Is Cameron Diaz known for like a stationary bike? I don't know. Known for a hot body, I think. Inside, I got steroids coursing through my veins, and outside, I got goof juice in my bangs. <laughs> Ooh, deep something about Mary reference. I love it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Holly. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Slap my hand. <laughs> Let's be honest. I know I'll be using it to dry my bras by Valentine's Day. Oh, that's a pretty expensive clothesline. That's a $4,000 clothesline. Is that what a Peloton costs? Yeah, uh, like that's my $50 guess. a month. Yeah, yeah. You have to pay for the subscription. Yeah, and you really aren't supposed to throw those in the dryer, Christine. Yeah, you're supposed, to, you're, supposed you're supposed to hang to... them on a Peloton and then pedal really fast and get that wheel going. And that's how you give a nice warm breeze off that wheel. Well, she's a stationary bikes make me nervous anyway. I imagine it detaching from its base, me pedaling <laughs> right through the picture window. But whatever. <laughs> You're just walking by, walking your dog, and you see a woman go sailing, <laughs> flying sailing through, through a window. window yeah. On a stationary bike and just she, face planting in the yard. She falls two stories, gets up and goes, whatever. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. But wait, so in one paragraph, she went from... To fight the calories, I'm getting a Peloton. I haven't opened it up yet. I will after Christmas. I'm just going to hang my bras on it. I don't like bikes anyway. Yeah. I can't believe she, she bought her... this for herself. She talked herself out of this purchase by the end of this paragraph, and I love it. But whatever. 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 
Tom did get me an Apple Watch, which I really only use to tell me when I need to stand up and move around. <laughs> you can get text on it. It does so much to, more than It really that. does. There's a million things you could do on it. It's quantum mechanics on your wrist. He programmed it to give me a little buzz if I've been sedentary too long. <laughs> <laughs> do they do that? I don't oh, know. Oh, they for sure do. Yeah, they for sure oh, do. Whoa. Like when I'm at my desk all day long, it's like, get the hell up. <laughs> Hopefully, I can finish this letter before it yells at me. And now Tom is yelling at me from the kitchen saying, make sure you say that you asked me to set your watch that way for you. Ha, huh, I did. <laughs> but he, whatever. He doesn't whatever. want it, But whatever. He doesn't want us to think that he set her watch, like, yeah. keep it moving. Yeah, well, I, we already got the, yeah, like, she, like, made sure to let us know, like, Tom didn't buy me the bike like the guy in the commercial. Yeah. Tom didn't make uh, me set my watch. <laughs> I bought the bike. I, I got the watch. I just don't know Tom how to work. Tom doesn't program the watch. Yeah. I just don't know how to work this damn thing. It's just a wrist buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, my wrist buzzer's not working. That's an Apple Watch. They spend a lot of money on things I feel like that they're never going to use. Like, an Apple Watch can do a lot of things if all you wanted to do is buzz on your wrist. And, like, a Peloton <laughs> totally. is, like, the highest-end bike you can get for only drying your bras on it. As far as we know, they could have bought a clothesline and an egg timer. Yeah. It's basically like the two things she needs. <laughs> she would have been out two bucks. Speaking of Tom, as many of you already know, he got a surprise opportunity to finally change course career-wise. For the past few months, he's had the time to sleep in a bit and enjoy relaxed mornings, oh, no. reading the news, and drinking too much coffee. Oh, no, uh, think, he got laid off. Yeah, that Tom lost he lost his job. job. Well, a surprise opportunity to change course career-wise. Yeah. Well, for me, when the pandemic hit, right around April, I had the uh, surprise opportunity to go on unemployment for the first time in my life. <laughs> That's Congratulations. true. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know what? It, it did. was a surprise opportunity. It yeah. feels so good to collect unemployment because you're just like, I paid into this for so long and finally, finally. I get to It's that it. social security you're never going to see. <laughs> it's exactly right. No you're kidding. like, I deserve that. I'm treating myself to some unemployment. But good for Christine. I mean, think. look how loving that sentence is. It's not like, well, Tom lost his job. It's a surprise opportunity for a course career change. <laughs> He's probably in there drinking Guinness just being like, just say I lost my job. I don't care. I hated working at State Farm. <laughs> Everybody knows. We continue to be regulars at the New River Farmer's Market for the last two years, and it continues to be a real joy. Tom is adamant about using even the weirdest things we come home with. Some sweet farmer pushes a rare radish on us, and the next thing you know, I'm living in an experimental test kitchen. I'm not complaining. I <laughs> completely relate to this sentiment because every time I go to a farmer's market, I leave and I'm like, what the hell is a sunchoke? I, I don't know. Why, why did I buy with it? I just bought $25 of sunchokes and I don't even know what they are. A rare radish. You know, my grandma, this is like some old, old wisdom. My grandma taught me. She said, every time before you go on a date, you eat a whole radish. Wait, what? Evidently. If you eat a, one radish, it does some pH thing to your mouth or something, and it gives you this supernatural fresh breath. And so my grandma was like, always eat a radish before a date for the smooching. Does really? it work? Okay. Did I've you ever try it? it? I should do it. <laughs> you were like, Grandma, we have gum? She's like, no, 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 have a radish. Ah, uh, nah, I like an orange Tic Tac. <laughs> Tom's hoping 2021 will be the perfect time to seize some opportunities to work for himself. He's turned the downstairs guest room into a beautiful and comfortable, yet modern, office space. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> where he's spending lots of time curating his online presence huh? and learning the skills to make his own website. I what love that. do you think What's Tom he is doing, doing down there? I know. Tom is playing World of Warcraft down there and I like that it's like it's time to come up. He's like, I'm cultivating my online presence. <laughs> He's down there supporting like ten new cam girls through the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> With both of us spending so much time at home, we've also been able to finally tackle some improvement projects. We started by doing a purge inspired by Marie Kondo. And it turns out joy is in the eye of the beholder. Smiley face. <laughs> oh, they're fighting about what sparks joy? Oh, yeah. I'm always afraid that if we did Marie Kondo, you would just be like, you don't spark joy and you'd throw me out. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> well, I, we did do Marie Kondo and you got really into triple folding your t-shirts so that you could see them all in the drawer. Did you do Marie Kondo? No. Do you know what it is? Yeah, but like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I know. It's like such a trend. Everybody did it for like one month. And now I'm like, it doesn't spark joy for me to triple fold t-shirts. Just like put them in half and shove them in the drawer. <laughs> I'm also afraid that if I did Marie Kondo, like it would end my marriage. Yes. Uh -huh. that's. I think, I think that's what it does to most people. Yeah. Like, because she's not wrong. When she said joy is in the eye of the beholder, like Eric and I have very different ideas of like what should be in our house and what should not. Uh -huh. I want to throw away everything and he wants to hoard like it's his full-time job. The idea of sitting around in your apartment holding up things and saying, does this spark joy? <laughs> this spark just joy. makes me die <laughs> inside a little bit. Yeah. So I just can't. I just can't. I'm with you. I throw everything out too. I'm like, love it. get rid of it. It love feels it. so good. Yeah. I love so a good, good spring clean. Mm. Oh, I know. Well, it can either, here's the thing, it can either tear you apart or bring you close together. And here's what happened. We definitely honed our negotiation skills while also filling two full grocery bags that we were <laughs> able to donate to the Goodwill. Grocery bags? Wait, grocery bags are small. Grocery yeah, bags? Yeah, like they didn't give away anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's such a great feeling to give back and know that someone else will get use out of the things like a brand new rice cooker and the P90X DVD. <laughs> That's giving back. It, it like charitable. We really gave back this year. We I never opened this rice cooker. Didn't want it in the first place. We don't like here. rice. I'm giving back to the community. And he, you know, I'd never touched it. I mean, the P90X DVDs were something else she bought herself that she just could not get into. That's right in line with the uh, Peloton and the Apple Watch. 20 oh, bucks says Goodwill's getting the Peloton next year. <laughs> no, yeah, it's totally. still in the bags. <laughs> I just went to Goodwill and I got an Apple Watch. This rules. <laughs> I got an Apple Watch for <laughs> Five dollars. This Peloton has a brassiere in here. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you may have seen on Facebook that Grandma C is indeed retired and living in gorgeous Palm Springs. Okay. Good for you, Grandma Love C. Palm Springs. She has a palm tree in her front yard. So I guess the days of us worrying about her shoveling the driveway are officially over. Yes, they are. All right. We thought she would have really started to miss us when, as you may have seen on her Facebook wall, a rattlesnake got into her house. But oh. fear not, her friend, friend in quotes, <laughs> her friend Bill was there to help. Oh, Christine doesn't like Bill. No, I think it's, she's just saying that they're like, they're dating, but they won't say they're dating. Grandma C's getting out there. Yeah, Grandma C's yes, got a new little fling. That, that Grandma C got to Palm Springs and is letting it go. Oh, she's in them streets in Palm Springs. <laughs> I like it. It was curled up in her fireplace under some decorative birch. <laughs> <laughs> That's Great. not for burning. The white logs are for show. Don't burn the Don't white burn ones. The birch. 
Luckily, Bill was able to trap it and kill it with a shovel. Oh, boy. Oh, so, I'm sorry, Snake. Kill Bill. He did sustain an injury, though, as he went to pull the carcass out and stood up onto the mantle, cracking his head and getting five stitches. Oh, Bill kill. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness, though, now Grandma C is snake free. Oh, well. Is she, though? <laughs> she got killed. I think she might not be. Now it's my turn. After enjoying a long, lustrous summer of making succulent terrarium, <laughs> now with the cold and the dark, I've been growing countertop mushrooms. Oh, wow. that's cool. Ooh. I got advertised one of those on Instagram recently, and I actually thought about doing it. What's it called? Is there a name for if you're a yeah, mushroom what do you mean grower? One of those? Is there a, name a mycologist. A myco a She's my a home mycologist. Wow. It's basically like a ball of dirt. You just put on your countertop and it will grow mushrooms. It's cool. Greg, I hope your unemployment ends soon. <laughs> if growing mushrooms in your kitchen is like what is like keeping you going. <laughs> I'm the guy that's at the farmer's market selling you that you have no idea what it is. You've got the beanie and the beard. You're like halfway there. That's right. Yeah, start raising psychedelic mushrooms and you won't need that employment, <laughs> baby. That's right. I will be on constant vacation in my own mind. After watching the fantastic fungi documentary, I've really gotten into this hobby and hope to start selling at the farmer's market in the spring. It's full circle. I have loved sharing them with neighbors as I do not really like the taste of mushrooms. This is like buying a Peloton and being afraid of stationary bikes. You know, she doesn't like mushrooms, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't like bikes. She buys bikes. She doesn't like mushrooms. She (laughs) grows mushrooms. (laughs) But the other people really seem to enjoy them. A small bag of shiitakes can bring in as much as $10. Get it, girl. Dang. And no, Marty, this is not a Breaking Bad scenario. <laughs> Who is Marty? I don't know, know, but it feels like she's always checking in with Marty because well, Marty she ta- doesn't... Yeah. She talked about Marty with the movie, right? Like, Yeah, Marty doesn't think that... Um, Die Hard is a that Christmas Die Hard, movie. And she's thinking that Marty's going to make a joke about her growing drugs or I something. I gotta know who Marty is. <laughs> Marty is just given so much... I'd be remiss not to mention that we received Billy's ashes. Oh, period. What? Who's Billy? Billy? Who's Billy? And Billy died uh, and now came back in the form of ashes? Okay. There I'm is worried. zero context that comes with this, you guys. <laughs> oh, no. All she says is they came in a beautiful carved walnut box with his initials, which she does not even give us. Okay. We're still figuring out if it would be better to keep him on the mantle between Fluke and Bo or drive them to Hawk's Nest State Park and spread them in the woods that he loved so much. It's got to be a dog. Do dogs have full initials? That's what's throwing me. I know. I know. What else is on the walnut box that's It could carved? just be a B. It's, it's got to be. A B for B. There's definitely a B mm, on there. A B for Billy. It, wait, but... Yeah, but only humans have initials. Do we refer to dogs as initials? My like, a dog in- doesn't have a last name. Do you think your dog has a last name? Yeah, sure. What would your dog's initials be? But don't you have a different last name than your husband? So whose last name does the dog have? Oh, you guys, don't bring that up right now. You're going to really throw me under the bus. <laughs> Soft spot. <laughs> yeah, so it would be Charlie Flowers or Charlie Hudak, depending on whose last name Chuck is taking. This is something that you need to bring up when you're trying to do a Marie Kondo in your house. This is, do, bring this up as you're trying to figure out what sparks joy. And by the way, the dog has my last name, damn it. 
Tom and I hope this note finds you as healthy, content, and as grateful as we are. Hope you all have a wonderful 2021. To quote Bruce Willis and Die Hard, yippee Kaye emmer effer. <laughs> I'm not giving up on this Marty of Christine. Well, there you have it. I know you think you can't travel this holiday, but with the right kind of mushroom, you can. Now throw another snake on the fire. It really will spark joy. It's a Wonderful Lie is an Audio Chuck original. Created and executive produced by Ashley Flowers. Produced by and featuring Holly Laurent and Greg Hess. Production assistance by David Flowers. So what do you think, Chuck? Do you approve? (laughs) Oh!